Australia's premier user experience design conference. This is UX Australia 2018. Eleanor Sanchez is part of the product design team at Myob, helping businesses be more productive by designing better accounting software and has been participating here at UX Australia 2018. Eleanor, welcome and welcome to UX Australia. Thank you. Thanks. You hosted a workshop as part of the conference this year on the topic of facilitation? Yes, we hosted a a workshop yesterday uh, about workshops (laughs) and how do you use, um, so how to foster collaboration with stakeholders um, using a group session and what are the challenges that you can find um, running those group sessions and some of the things you could do in that situation and how to organize those sessions better. So many of us find ourselves having to facilitate meetings these days, whether it's for a handful of people or a large group. Why is it so challenging for some and not for others? <laughs> I think it's challenging for everyone. The only thing is that with practice, you kind of get and grow your skills. On uh, One of the things that we said at the workshop was that... Um, Challenging situations will arise every now and then in group sessions. The difference between experienced facilitators and new facilitators is that you have some resources to deal with to deal with those situations. So if someone tries to derail the session, you have a list of things that you can try that have worked in the past and that um, at least give you a sense of control, things that you could try to bring that session back and um, kind of make sure that it's, uh, it's effective. Is that one of the greatest fears that we, we're frightened we might lose control of a group of people when it ultimately is our responsibility to coordinate, facilitate and ensure that, that we get the desired outcome? Yes, exactly. I think it's difficult the moment that you have a group in the room and you have different uh, stakeholders with different priorities. There's a lot of chances that that session, um, some difficult, some challenges will arise. Um, and it will arise even if you're an effective facilitator. The thing is that you can, um, you can have different resources and know when someone's talking a lot, what can you do in that situation um, and you don't get blocked by that and then uh, kind of abandon like I don't know what to do here they uh, just abandon the rest of the session what what do we do in that situation Ah, that's a good point Uh, so we tried a few we tried a few things we tried to list for every one of the most four or five most common facilitation challenges what are the things that you can try so for example for um, if someone's going off topic um, which is one of the typical things that could happen in a group um, you can try your body language can help as a facilitator can help bring that conversation forward you can sit down in a way that you're giving less permission to that person uh, to talk or try to kind of give them a hint to wrap up you can ask a question based on what they're saying um, and connect it to the topic that you wanted um, to discuss you could use the time as an excuse and say oh I'm just conscious of the time and we wanted to cover these other topics so maybe we should move on in that um, and also One of the things that they said, um, for example, the participants in our workshop also um, provided some really good ideas, the things that they've used, and they had some cards with orange and red, so the rest of the participants in the session can show a red card or an orange card if they thought one of the participants was going off topic. Or you can also use one typical one is the parking lot. So acknowledge what they're saying. Say, oh, this is an important topic. I think maybe it's not the focus of this workshop, but we can, we're going to put this into a parking lot and address it later. 
or maybe on another session. So you're not dismissing what they're saying, exactly. you're acknowledging the importance of their conversation, but then bringing it back to what you, as the facilitator, are hoping to get out of this out of this workshop. I think that's an important. That's a really important point. In some of those facilitation challenges, it's giving participants a sense that they've been heard and we understand what they're saying or we listen to what they're saying but at this point for this workshop for this activity we need to focus on this other thing or uh, they need to listen to other participants as well not just their opinion and so uh, you still try to make everyone feel welcome in that group session and that their contributions are valued but balance it with some other people also want to talk or we need to do another activity because otherwise we won't have time to do all the things that we need to do in this workshop so balancing those two can be tricky sometimes but yeah and is it is it a skill set or I guess a series of skills that can be easily trained or passed on from one facilitator to another um there are some things I think if you have some ideas or things you could do in those situations because every group is going to be different and maybe what worked in the last group and the last session may not work again may not work again so the thing that you have um, kind of a list of things that you could try uh, give you a little bit of a sense of confidence and those things could be passed on from one facilitator to another but at the same time there's a lot of every room and every workshop is different so you need to you need to learn how to read the participants read the room understand who might be potentially um, a dominant participant and try to mitigate that before it becomes a problem like there's a lot of um, you only learn by experience but having those resources and those experiences and those case studies from previous um, from other facilitators really help um, I think in that process gee it's hard work isn't it it is hard work to to facilitate a group especially if it's stakeholders usually user workshops are a little bit easier because the users are more willing to do whatever you ask them to do in those activities but stakeholders some of them come from with their own agenda some there's some politics sometimes in the room so you need to be aware of all and different characters yeah Yeah. and you're right about having their own agenda or they've been uh required forced to come along it's not their willingness to to do so and and automatically the barriers are up it's it's hard work but the outcome if you get it right is is quite powerful isn't it in in terms of of moving forward creating something different um, trying something new all of those things are very 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 they're beneficial aren't they Yeah, they are really powerful in breaking teams together. So making sure that any conflicts between the different uh, views or the different priorities from the stakeholders, they arise in that session, they are discussed and they're um, kind of solved or uh, at least we come to an agreement in what is the direction to move forward as a team. That will really, um, that will really make a difference. But it's in saying that it is I think they had bad reputation workshops because some people have overused them and had session with post-it notes and then nothing had come out of those and some stakeholders are a little bit skeptical about those workshops and whether something's going to come out of it so following up one of the things we mentioned yesterday as well was 
summarizing those um, the outcomes of those workshops and following up with what are the next steps and actionable um, insights out of it. It's it's kind of a really important part. Stakeholders come from all walks of life and they vary in age. Now, what's your view on millennials today? <laughs> millennials who are stakeholders? <laughs> um, I think they're probably more open to some of the activities that looked more, um, I don't know, we used Lego bricks or story cubes like that are a little bit more dynamic and um, more so you can probably they're less they're easier to get bored so the, the, if you have shorter activities and um, kind of with different like more different between themselves and with different prompts and things like that that will help engage that type of um, um, audience so you need to balance it if you have non-millennials in the room yeah. they might be a bit scared or skeptical about why are we using legal breaks to think about the vision let's just talk about let's just it. move on let's just make it happen let's just yes. do it now uh, and you're right about reading the room when you walk in you you need to kind of work the room identifying who you have as you said actually if you can do some work before the workshop that's usually useful try to have a short conversation with some of with the participants um, to kind of get a set first to get put them at ease and what is the purpose of the workshop and why they're there and making sure they understand but also to get a first sense of how they're going to behave are they like more dominant or more introverts am I going to um, have to work harder to engage them in certain more interactive activities or um, it could give it, it could give you a good heads up to then prepare the session in a certain way and the reaction you had from the participants in your workshop what did they walk away how did they feel about it and and what did they take away from your workshop yeah actually the reaction was really positive so yeah we were really happy with it um they we had the last exercise in the workshop was um put in post-it notes what was the main takeaway um and some feedback about what things we could like improve or change and the main takeaways were i think we there was two key themes one is like one of the tool that we use to prepare a workshop script the ux workshop toolkit we will make available uh, through twitter um it's um that it was really useful to kind of visualize um, how do you put the structure together for a workshop plan and that really helped and the other part was looking at some facilitation challenges specific facilitation challenges that I think as a facilitator you have at the back of your mind what if someone derails the session or what if someone goes off topic what do I do in that and and you fear that you will um, fail yeah exactly and um, having some discussing those situations with people what they've tried and what worked and didn't work and see other experiences and at least just talking about it I think that helped them put them at ease a little bit it's like if I'm in this situation I know I can do things and I can try a few things so well congratulations on the workshop and uh Great that you're part of UX Australia 2018. Huge numbers here. And isn't it wonderful to see such passion in a room where people are eager, they're hungry, they're, they're wanting to learn, uh, and, uh, and then they're wanting to pass on that knowledge, which I think is equally exciting. Yeah, it's actually yeah, a really good opportunity every year to all the community to come together to discuss, to see what new things have been coming up or people have been working on and catch up with uh, yeah, with a few folks from different, like a few friends um, and colleagues from previous, uh, I don't know, meetups and conferences. So yeah, it's a really good opportunity um, for, uh, for the, the UX community to come together.